Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. It is the Steelers Blitz on Steelers Nation Radio. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes with you here on a somber Monday in our SNR studios across all of Steeler Nation as everyone's still, I think, processing probably the right word, uh, the, the tragic news of Dwayne Haskins passing uh, very early Saturday morning over the weekend. Uh, statement from the Steelers, uh, from Mike Tomlin here, from some of Dwayne's teammates. Uh, Steelers quarterback Dwayne Haskins died on Saturday morning in a tragic accident in Florida. Haskins was 24 years old. Here is Mike Tomlin's statement on the passing of Dwayne Haskins. I am devastated and a loss for words with the unfortunate passing of Dwayne Haskins. He quickly became part of our Steelers family upon his arrival in Pittsburgh and was one of our hardest workers both on and off the field and in our community. Dwayne was a great teammate, but even more so a tremendous friend to so many. I am truly heartbroken. Haskins originally signed with the Steelers in January of 2021, signed a one-year restricted free agent tender in March that would have kept him in Pittsburgh and competing in 2022. Haskins drafted first overall in 2019, 15th by the Washington football, sorry, Washington Commanders, pardon me, uh, was there for two seasons before coming to Pittsburgh, played his college football at Ohio State, where he had a uh, just a fantastic 2018-19 season, one of the best in program history for the Buckeyes, and you know that that's saying a lot because that is a very storied football program that has won everything you can win and has done it multiple times. Uh, historic 2018-19 season for Dwayne Haskins at Ohio State, won that led him to finishing third in the Heisman Trophy race that season. Speaking of which, his uh, his former teammate uh, at Ohio State, Joe Burrow, um, staying, saying it's tough to find the words for his loss. You will be missed, Dwayne. Um, a couple of Dwayne Haskins' teammates as well, too, reacting to the devastating news. Cam Hayward said Dwayne meant so much to so many people. His smile was infectious, and he was the guy you wanted to be around. We were all in shock over losing him. We are going to miss the heck out of him as well. We lost you way too early. Luckily, I got a chance to know you. R.I.P.D.H. T.J. Watt, your reigning NFL Defensive Player of the Year, also chiming in and saying the world lost a great person today. When Dwayne first walked into the locker room, I could tell he was an upbeat guy. He always made people smile, never taking life for granted. His impact on me will last forever. The tributes poured out from all across the Steelers organization, from the NFL, from his former Ohio State teammates and coaches as well, too. Uh, Mike Sullivan, his quarterback coach here in Pittsburgh, said, heartbroken and devastated by Dwayne's sudden passing. It was a joy to see him grow and develop, both as a quarterback and as a man. His positive attitude, bright smile, and genuine enthusiasm will be missed by everyone. Uh, Praying for his wife and the Haskins family. 
And that's where we are, Arthur Motes. Let's go to uh, Twitter here. A couple of uh, your last thoughts here uh, throughout the day. Um, Top Cat tweets and says, you know, along the lines of where do we start? Maybe, you know, how how where do we start in the in the proper way to discuss pro athletes and, and some of these conversations? Um, you know, f- he thinks that the place to start is fairness. And, you know, example he gives is, is this conversation or comment fair to the person and everyone else around him? I think that's that's well said, yeah. Top Cat. Uh, Buddha, as well, too, uh, tweets us. And says, I watched young Dwayne Haskins beat out Joe Burrow, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play as an Ohio State Buckeye. Losing someone suddenly is the hardest thing to not properly say goodbye. Cherish every moment. Let your, let your loved ones know that you love them every chance you have. I mean, yeah. Again, just 24 years old. Yeah. Um, he would have turned 25 in May, I believe it was, Motsi. Um, But there's... There's no easy way to do this. There's no right words. It's just, it's tragic. It's sad. It's somber. Um, and it's 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 devastating for, for a lot of people. No question about that. No question about it at all. But I know for me, one of the things that I do feel like happens in moments like this is, like I said, it just reminds you to appreciate moments. And that's why I am glad that we've been able to share yeah. some of the positive yeah. moments surrounding Haskins. And I do think the more we start to transition and think about the good memories, you heard what Brooke Pryor was talking about, the impact he was having in the community. I do think that that will not ease the hurt and the pain of him being gone, but it will just help us in a sense, though. No, because absolutely. we do know that positivity is the only way to, you know, overcome negative situations. And we can't combat it with more negativity. We can't combat it with more pain or trying to point fingers and put more shame or hurt on others. That's not the way to go about it. To me, I think the way to go about it is by thinking about the impact that he had. When you look at, you know, teammates like Presley Harvin, the third, um, I believe it was on his Instagram. He's posting. He posted pictures showing how anytime he had a community event or he was trying to do something, Haskins was there to help him out. Like those are the type of things that I, I really enjoy hearing and, and thinking about when I think of Haskins because it's so easy to just talk about him on the field. It's so easy to just talk about him at Ohio State, but it's like, nah, man. What, what about the off the field stuff, man? Like, like how cool is that for some of these people right now when they're thinking? You know, especially the younger kids. Right. Man, I had an NFL quarterback come in and deliver me food, deliver me books, deliver me whatever it was in that moment. Those are the moments that they live forever. You yeah, your entire life. To this day, people will remember more about what you did in moments like that than they will ever remember what you do on a football field. We talked about that a lot with, with Tunch's passing last year as Absolutely. well, too. And that's, just, that's the legacy piece that we're talking about. And that is what I do enjoy about Haskins right now that we're getting to hear more of that. We're getting to see, you know, the video of him as a, what, seven, eight-year-old on Ohio State's campus. Like, Pretty cool. And he's talking about, I'm going to go to college here. Like, think about that at that age, how many, how much of the youth, they don't even consider college. That's not even at their forefront. They're not even, you know, thinking about it in any way, shape, or or form. But for him, it's like, no, I'm going to college here. Now, granted, we know the athletic side, but it was like, no, I still have a goal of going to college, advancing myself, bettering myself. Like, I just love that part right there for me, man, because that's something that 
where a lot of us athletes tend to come up from, we don't have a lot of that. There isn't a lot of aspirations for college. Right. It's just like, oh, I'm going to go to the NFL. Yeah, like like period. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm gonna get them. No get one's it. thinking about college. Like, okay, I'm just gonna get, get the NFL. NFL. But it's like, no, frame was like, no, nah, man, I'm going to college. I'm going go here. And it's like, I like that part right there, man, because like I said, it just it just showed the intent. It showed the mindset. It showed at a pure level for him, man. That this is his focus, and I like that a lot, man. No, me too. And it's pretty sweet how he, you know, you see the video of him, not even ten years old in the Ohio State locker room, wearing an Ohio State jersey. And the signature go, headband as well. I'm going to go man, to college it, here. Man. I mean, not only did he go to college there, again, he had one of the best seasons in program history, yeah. won a Rose Bowl, was third in Heisman Trophy voting. Um, he 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 left his his mark there in, in Columbus for sure, and you've seen that. Certainly the, the love and outpouring of Steelers Nation and, and, and Washington as well, too, where he spent two years and just the NFL in general. Um but you you certainly felt that, man, from the Ohio State community. There's a great video on Twitter. Someone in the Ohio State band uh, set up a little tribute for him outside of the horseshoe in Columbus where the Buckeyes play and uh, and played Carmen, Ohio, which is a song that the, the band plays there. Uh, pretty cool tribute, pretty moving moment. Uh, that video, the video of him um, in the Ohio State jersey when he was a kid, those, those can be found on Twitter. Um, Brooke Pryor has, I, I know for sure, posted the one of – of him uh, in the Ohio State jersey in the locker room that, that Moats and I were just referencing. Um, a, a lot of you guys, like Steven tweets us here, you know, asking about Gil Brandt. We've, we've gotten a lot of not-so-nice comments towards him and Adam Schefter. And, and listen, Moats and I are, you know, we are not pleased about that, but we also don't want to spend too much time discussing that today because that's given noise to the, it's no different to the minutia, and and that doesn't. I don't well, think you know from Dwayne. I look at it in the sense of it's no different. Honor like his legacy. Yeah, it's no different when you see a person make a negative comment in the midst of thousands of positive comments. If you focus on the negative, all you're doing is giving life to that person. All you're doing is giving power and fuel to that person to make them feel like they did enough to get recognized, to get noticed. And to me, I just don't think that his comments are worth discussing on that scent. I mean, to to that uh, extent, because. People have already brought to the forefront what Gil did and how he was wrong in his actions. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, man, if we sit here and we just constantly talk about it, whose name is getting more recognition? Who is getting more of that spotlight? The person that we all feel should not even be mentioned in this conversation. We should be talking about Haskins. And that's why it's been a little bit more of my focus as well today versus bringing up Gil Brandt or even to just an extent Schefter. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, man, I don't want to give those guys any type of validity until they show that they are worth that, until they show that they have changed their course of action, at least their mindset. Because otherwise, we'll just be complaining about somebody that really does not want to change. Correct. And that's the thing also. Like I said, it has to start from within. We could criticize and point fingers only one of those guys, but until they identify that they need to improve in those aspects – it's not going to change anything for them. No, oh, you're you're absolutely correct, and uh, you're you're right. I think really the only way that you can do that is kind of just ignore those people, and and keep it moving. And control now, what you can control, baby. Obviously, that's you know. Listen, how much how much are you really affecting Adam Schefter's bottom line if you ignore yeah. him with his you know nine and a half million followers or whatever he has on social media? But that's it. 
can I can I can I share with you something that, that happened on Saturday? Oh, go for it, man. I unfollowed Adam Schefter on Twitter on Saturday. Okay. All right. Okay. And I don't share that to be like the oh yeah, look at me, little mm-hmm. guy with a couple thousand followers. I stuck it to Mr. Big Adam Schefter. But that's how that's my minuscule power to take away that that platform or to ignore it. I like because this isn't the first time that that well, let's, let's, we'll stick with Schefter specifically because I don't want to lump him and Gil Brand together. I was because I do feel like together. they are. Yeah, yeah, Gil's. I just felt like one was extremely out of line. Yes, I agree one with that. One was a little more careless. I agree with that. <laughs> one but was Schefter, this yeah. is not the first time Schefter oh, has been accused yeah. of being a little, a little crass in situations mm. like this. So what's my power to it? Just unfollow him on on Twitter. No. You know, and, and he's still got nine and a half million followers. He ain't hurting because I hit that unfollow button, but... I'm just I'm not going to be in lockstep with someone who's doing that and that's, you know, that's a way that you can can do it as well too. Just ignore that stuff and there's plenty of people out there on the twitter.com and in the NFL sphere to get your news from. All right? I mean, it ain't it ain't got it ain't always got to be shefties of the world. Um we have mentioned some of that charity work. Uh, I did want to to highlight that as well too. 15 months in Pittsburgh. Um Dwayne Haskins uh, where's the school name here? I just had it. Fulton Elementary Public School, five miles from the Steelers practice facility on the uh, on the south side is where he spent a lot of time. Um, and a, a lot of the community relations stuff, uh, he was very heavily involved in Read Across America Day, which is, you know, encouraging kids to, to read and, and taking books to school and the whole story time type thing, you know, pictures of Dwayne Haskins sitting there with a group of kids around him as, as he reads a book. Um, he also was involved in winter clothing drives with Dick's Sporting Goods. Every December would deliver Christmas gifts, food, socks, shoes, and healthcare items uh, to organizations around Pittsburgh via Dick's Sporting Goods and the Convoy of Hope for Huddle for the Holidays. Um just a, a mainstay in community outreach events. Also, you know, something that, that he did while he was at Ohio State as well, too. He wasn't just winning Big Ten championships and Rose Bowls and, and you know, finalist for Heisman trophies. Uh was also heavily involved um when he was in Columbus as well, too. And and that is why, again, it's you know, it's it's one thing to lose an athlete, to lose a young person. And all those things are, are devastating and tragic, but you see the outpouring of love and support, and that's how you know I think that a guy really had an impact. And getting back to what I said earlier in the show, that whole leave the room better than you found it thing that we always talk about. Um, and Haskins certainly did that in Columbus and Washington uh, and in Pittsburgh. He'd also visit algebra classes uh, and help eighth graders learn algebra concepts on the whiteboard uh, in, in school over See, these schools over these last dude. 15 Don't months. Don't nobody want to help with algebra, man. Not me. Don't nobody want to help with no algebra, No chance. Baby. Come on, man. Uh, that was at, at Fulton Elementary, uh, Fulton Middle School last month as well, too. He read uh, the book You Can Do It, a kid's book written by former NFL coach, former Pittsburgh stiller Tony Dungy as well, too. Pretty cool stuff um, that, that he was – I mean, and that's the thing too, you know, just 15 months here in Pittsburgh. It's not like it was 15, right. 15 years. 15 months, man. That's impact. 15 months, and, and he was able to have that impact. Um, and, you know, a couple years in Columbus as well too. It's not – we all know how college works. It's not like you're in college for 10 years. Yeah. 
Unless you're Van Wilder, I guess, right? <laughs> Maybe you went back to school like old school or something. I don't know. Some of the, some of these guys now with the red shirt and the COVID year, they're like red six shirt, or seven years shirt. in college. I'm like, oh Lord, all right. I always do forget. <laughs> I always forget about that. Oh, I always forget about the gray shirt. Wallace tweets us uh, and says, you know, ignoring his first impulses as it relates to the Schefters and the brands of the world, just thought it was better not to feed the trolls. And I'm guilty of that too. You know, Moats. Moats said this. I think you said this in the first segment. We live in a society now, Motsy, and I hand up, right? Like I'm making the mistake too. I'm guilty of this as well too. We all just want to dunk on each other, right? So Adam Schefter says something that we all, I, I, I'm going to say we all perceive. I, I think it, no, I think, it, I think it was, yeah. but, but we all perceive yeah. to be technical here. To be crass, to be callous, to be insensitive in a devastating moment. Yeah. And so what do we all do? We call him all the bad words in the book. Yeah. We call him an a-hole, and we call him a bunch of four-letter words. We, we do the exact thing that we were criticizing and him And I for. do the same. I'm, I'm, I'm on Twitter Saturday morning trying to dunk on Adam it happens, Schefter. Man. It happens, That's human nature, though. And that is, is something that, for me, the only reason I'm different in the sense of I don't respond like that is solely because of the experiences I've had as a professional athlete where we literally were villainized if we ever stood up for ourselves, if we ever voiced our opinions or the instant negativity that came to our minds. So it forces me now as a byproduct of that to initially, regardless of how upset I may be or how much I want to just get something off my take chest, a step back. I had to take a step back, breathe. Yeah, I mean, I think it was t- uh, Tony Dungy who would always say, think before you hit sin, right? I think he was one of the people he that, was would, one of the first, that would talk yeah. about that. And that's something that's always ingrained in our heads as professional athletes. And like I said, it's, it's a gift and a curse because at times you suppress your feelings, your thoughts. But at the same time, it, it is a benefit because it does allow you to at least take a step back before you just react because the saying of hurt people hurt people is true when we're hurt when we feel wronged or slighted in any way shape of the imagination if we feel like we're not getting the love the attention or the life skill that we feel like we deserve in that moment well we are going to react erratic at times we are going to act irrational at times and it's not a fault it's just something that we all have to deal with and we all deal with it in our various ways but it's just with social media we have the gift and curse of being able to amplify our feelings and make Everyone's them public. Everyone's got a voice. Yeah, that's been the biggest difference now with, like I said, the emergence of social media and how big it's become with the various platforms. But that's something that we all have to deal with. We all work on. I mean, where you might, you know, do it a little bit quicker on social media. In person, I'm a lot quicker to just say how I feel. Sure. Which sure. is night and day for some people because some people are like, man, I would never say how I truly and feel never in say person. It to someone's face. I'm just going to say it on social media. So everything has their pro and con. Everybody has, you know, the things that they do well or some of the things they struggle with. That's just the reality of it, man. But I think that we can all learn from these experiences. And that is. You have to, you right? Know, that's the only way to to have any positivity. Yeah, out that's kind of kinda how I look at it. It's like, man, what can we learn from this situation from all of us? Man, acting, reacting, statements. We can all grow from this, and I do think that we will continue to grow from these type of situations and incidents, man. We got to. That's the only way forward, right? Uh, Ryan Day, Ohio State head coach, who was was like the OC was OC or OC or DC under Urban Meyer. Yeah. So he was he was a high ranking coach. Absolutely. He wasn't the head coach. Um, 
you know, Urban Meyer was Dwayne Haskins head coach at Ohio State. Uh, but Ryan Day was certainly on the staff um, and was, oh, here we go, Ohio State's offensive coordinator and quarterback head coach. Okay. And was the interim head coach during his the, the end of his pro, his tenure there. So, okay, that so, makes sense. So obviously these okay. guys had a, a close yeah, relationship. Yeah, I was like, I remember him being like some type of like, oh, see, at one point under him. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, here's what Ryan Day had to say. And reminder, Dwayne Haskins played for Ohio State 16-18, to 18, Heisman Trophy finalist, set Big Ten records for passing yards, touchdown passes, and total offensive yards in a season. Oh, and then became the first Ohio State quarterback to be drafted in the first round of the NFL draft since 1982. That's a crazy stat right that there. That is a crazy stat. Especially when you think right about there. some of the quarterbacks that they've yeah. had. Hall Heisman of Trophy Fame. winners. I mean, Heisman yeah. Trophy winners, excuse me. Yeah, like, wow. That's that's wow. It, that's the type of a year he had at Ohio State and career he had at Ohio State. Well, the Buckeyes just finished up, uh, just finished up uh, spring practice uh, this afternoon. And Ryan Day speaking on Dwayne Haskins afterwards. Uh, he says he was 11 years old walking through this facility and saying, this is what I'm going to do. And then he went and did it. That's the legacy he leaves behind. You can set a dream and goal and achieve it and then break a lot of records in the process. Uh, he set a dream and he chased it and he did it. Uh, Ryan Day also said that uh, Ohio State plans to honor Dwayne Haskins both at Saturday's spring game and in the future. Buckeye Nation meant a lot to Dwayne. Having everybody there on Saturday is significant. We'll make sure we do things the right way. Uh, and then moving forward, we just want to make sure we do it the right way and think it through. Um, there you go. Uh, that's that's the, mm-hmm. the statement from, from Ryan Day today after spring practice for Ohio State. He said, it's never easy to do, man. This is something that... <laughs> I mean, we just think about how do you handle it? How do you process through it, man? What is enough? What is not enough? I mean, this is something that I'm glad Ryan Day said what he said in the sense of we're going to take our time and think it through to make sure we do it the right way. Because, I mean, it, it, he definitely deserves his recognition. He will get that recognition. But, man, it's just rough. <laughs> it's a rough, rough situation, man. Uh, it certainly is. And that's it's, – it's rough all around. It, it's a weird place to be. You know, you and I, we, we we come in here, we do the show, we're goofballs for a couple hours, and then we get out of here, right? But it's on days like today, just doing things as we normally do. Or even if we would have just spent, you know, the first 15, 20 minutes of the show talking about this, and then mm-hmm. we move on, I just don't think that's doing it justice. And it is a little bit of a, a double-edged sword in this regard, Motsi, mm-hmm. where... I mean, you and I, we've done this show together for four years. This will be our fifth Steelers season upcoming that we've that we've been fortunate enough to do this show together. We've had to deal with some tough days here on the radio. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We've, you know, we've lost some coaches tragically yes, in Pittsburgh. Within Steelers Nation and nationally, you know, some of the things that we've had to deal with and come here and talk about. We just, you know, not too long ago, again, I mentioned Tunch a few minutes ago, you and I, you know, came in here. Um, that next day and, and did a two-hour show talking about Tunch, a guy who meant so much to Steeler Nation and to us personally in this building and in this business. Um, it's tough always on days like today, but it's also a privilege, you know, that, that we have the platform and the opportunity to to do this and, and, you know, hopefully help everybody get through it as well. Well, we're like pseudo-therapists in a sense, man. I mean, Ah, should you, I put you, that on the invoice? You get an opportunity to express yourself, to communicate in a safe setting, a setting where we all have similar feelings because we all share similar interests about this organization and byproduct of that, the individuals that are employed here. So 
it is a privilege, man. It is awesome. And that's why I do enjoy it at times. I mean, like I said, you never are enthused or excited about coming in to work to talk about death or talk about the passing of somebody or anything negative. Something tragic, yeah. But it does make it a lot easier when you have great relationships with the person you're talking with, hey. along with the people that are, you know, listening, having similar feelings, having similar thoughts. It's not like we're doing this in Alaska, where they're like, man, all right, that's cool that y'all are sad, but we're not sad. Or, you know, it, it was sad, but it's not that sad to us. Like, nah, Still a Nation understands our feelings. Still a Nation understands why we are the way that we are in this moment and why a lot of us are sharing similar feelings of, man, it felt like our weekends were ruined. Yeah. It felt like we were gut punched as soon as we woke up on Saturday morning. You're just like, what? This how we starting the day off? Right, right in the morning. Like, huh? Yeah. And you're right, too. Yeah. Normally... You know, my, my wife and I, we are like polar opposites in this regard. Mm-hmm. You've heard the term Sunday scaries, Arthur yeah. Motes. You know, people get anxiety on Sundays because yeah. you're just kind of sitting there thinking about the week, thinking about the stresses and all the work that's to come. You know, if you're a student, maybe you've got a big test or something or a big uh, game that week. If if you're an adult, it's a big week for work. You've got a performance review. You get you know, just, just whatever. Sunday scaries is a term that a lot of people use. You know, on, on Sundays, just when they're kind of lying around the house thinking about the week that is to come and all the work and all the busyness and the hustle and bustle and all that stuff. I always joke with my wife. She gets Sunday scaries real bad, right? Mm. She'll be sitting there on Sunday, you know, evening, and she'll be like, oh, on Monday we got this. And Wednesday, this big meeting. Oh, and then Friday, I'm just got to travel here and do this and that. I'm always fortunate that I always laugh at her. I'm like, I don't have Sunday scary. I'm go into the studio tomorrow and goof around with moats for a couple hours. What do I got to be worried and anxious about? But I was. The, the, the last two days, I was thinking about this. Yeah, how are we going to do this? How are we going to get this show today? How are we going to get through this? Um, because like you said, it's not it's not fun. But it, hopefully, you know, hopefully everyone who's listened to this um, at least just, you know, got some got some cathartic, got some some relief from what was, as you, as you mentioned, just kind of a, a sad, somber weekend. Yeah. Without a doubt. And I ain't gonna lie for me. I'm still getting used to talking about my feelings, you know? So anytime we got to come up here and talk about our feelings on this level, it's like, ugh, I'm not the most enthused about that at all. Well, you do it very well, partner. And I'm fortunate to have you in these situations. Mm. Yeah. I'm glad that I have you as well. I wouldn't say that I do it well, though, but it's a work in progress. It's <laughs> getting better every day. <laughs> Steeler Nation 920, last one here, tweets us and says, do you guys think the Steelers will honor him, helmet patch or something on the uniform this season? Yeah. They're going to make a I mean, gesture. They'll, they'll, I mean, there'll be something. No different than uh, when Coach Drake passed away. I believe they did the sticker on his helmet. Mm-hmm. I remember when uh, when Dan Rooney, Mr. Mr. Rooney, yes. passed away. We obviously did the patches on the yes. jersey. Um I mean, dude, that's crazy now that I'm thinking about how many years, like, it's like something. It's always been someone or something, man. It's just it's tough, tough. But I do anticipate them doing something to recognize Dwayne Haskins, man, and honor him because this is going to be very painful. I mean, when, like you said, when those guys walk into the locker room, you know his locker. Mm-hmm. You know the stretch line. That's the, the stuff that people don't think about. And that was, you know, one of the things that would always get me, even on a – smaller level when you just lose a teammate they they don't play for the team anymore you're like that's where they used to warm up at that's where they used to sit at that that's, was his seat in the cafeteria you know, absolutely. in the meeting room yeah it, it just takes On to another plane, level he was, right you know. it's gonna take it to another level now when you're talking about you know him not being here anymore because he passed away i don't remember who it was and i, I wish i did right now uh but one of his ohio state teammates 
was talking yesterday and said, you know, every single Friday when we would get on the bus after walkthroughs for our game on Saturday, Dwayne Haskins would be tossing around sleeves of Oreos. Mm. And he said, now every time I'm done with a walkthrough and I got to go get on the bus or get on the plane or whatever, I think of Dwayne Haskins yeah. tossing around Oreos to, you know, to keep the guys light, to give everybody a snack. Um, and it's it's those type of things that'll that'll stick with those guys for life. Um, and obviously, I'll get back to as well, too. Just thoughts and prayers now and going forward for, for his family as well. Yeah. Without a doubt, man. Without a doubt. Folks, thanks for getting with uh, getting through it with us today. We are, again, we're privileged to have this platform to do this with all Yin's guys. Uh, thanks to everybody who, who chimed in, shared thoughts, shared comments, uh, and did so, I thought, very eloquently today. We appreciate having you guys rock and roll us with rocking and rolling with us as always. A big shout out to my guy, Arthur Motes, the best co-host in the business. Thank you, Namaste. cousin. Namaste. Listen, Namaste. I'm not going to say it was fun today. Definitely was not fun. Because I'd be lying. But there'd be no one else that I'd rather get through it with than with the power grid and with you. Igualmente. That Igual, means likewise, my igualmente. friend. Igualmente. We'll be back on Wednesday. It'll be a Moats host Wednesday, and we will be a little bit lighter. Yes. We'll continue to get ready uh, for the NFL draft, talk about uh, some of the ongoing NFL pre-draft visits, pre-draft meetings that the Steelers have going on as well. Thanks, everybody, for being there with us today. You guys know where to find us on Wednesday. As always, it's at high noon on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards.